Welcome to the Mental Health Training Room Podcast. I am Naomi Yim. And I'm Haley Herdman. And we are both former Division I basketball players. The purpose of this podcast is to create a community and a safe space for all athletes, parents, coaches, or anyone with an athlete in their circle. We want our listeners to find comfort and relatability in the mental health struggles they may face as an athlete. While our podcast does not serve as professional help, we hope you can all learn something from each episode and guest featured. If you are in a crisis, please reach out to the National Suicide Hotline at 988. Please remember you are not alone in this journey. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoy our podcast. This is the Mental Health Training Room. Hi, everyone. This is Haley. Welcome back to the Mental Health Training Room. Um, So this is a solo episode, just me by myself. So I am... This I've been wanting to film this episode for quite a couple months now. Um, I don't know what I'm naming it yet, but as you can tell from the title, it has something to do with life after sports. A retired athlete just kind of trying to navigate life. Um, I don't know why I'm so nervous doing this, and I feel extremely cringe doing it, and I feel extremely cringe even saying that it feels cringe, but that is the whole point of this podcast, is to be real, is to be open about mental health, and is to provide resources and experiences to other people to find connection and to find relatability, and with that comes a lot of vulnerability from us as hosts and from our guests, um, And so, yeah, I'm just going to take this time to be vulnerable um, and also as a way to kind of help myself heal. And I want to share it with everyone in hopes to normalize the experience. Um, I think where the motivation tonight is coming from Um, to finally sit down and film this because like I've said I've been wanting to film something like this Um, NCAA championships the March Madness championships tonight I think it's kind of a good time to put it out there Um, just given that a lot of young women's basketball careers um, ended tonight and within this past month so yeah let's just get into it um Basically, for the past couple months, um, honestly, I would say probably signs starting as early as Thanksgiving, Um, but I've just kind of been experiencing um, a depressive period in my life, and um, it's very definitely functioning, which is why it kind of feels weird to say that, because... A lot of people think depression is all about wanting to kill yourself or having just like extremely dark thoughts. But as I am learning from the school that I've, my program that I'm in and just from my own therapy sessions, um, it has a wide range. Um, And again, with this podcast, with our goal is to show that mental health looks different for everyone. Um, But yeah, I would say that the life without basketball part is finally 
setting settling into my body and into my emotions and thoughts some things that i've been struggling with um, are just feeling like a lack of community and a lack of purpose um, a lack of connection a lot of lacks and it's really weird because basketball collegiate basketball was very hard for me wasn't treated the best by my coach struggled with a lot of anxiety and it just wasn't prime time in my life um, I often look back and I'm just like that is not me um, and it makes me sad that that was my college experience but I am also very grateful for the cool opportunities I did have and all the friends that I've been able to make from that um, my senior year was completely different, which I feel like is also kind of a tease because I got a taste of what a fun experience might have been like, but it was just cut off very short and I was also a bit disinvested emotionally um, just because of the three years before that. Um, and I used to just like dream of this time that I'm at in my life right now, just like life like not having to worry about how fit I was, about making sure everyone was wearing the same compression, making sure like I used to just like literally wake up and be like, I cannot wait till the day when I don't have to worry about if someone's locker is clean. And whether that stress was put on by myself or was reinforced by coaches or the, just the environment as a whole either way like I just kept wishing for that day to be over I literally remember my senior year taking snapchats and being like this is the last March 1st I'm going to be playing basketball or like whatever it is and like now I'm in that time that I was wishing and dreaming for and it's just it'll it'll get better I know it will but for the time being it's just not as glamorous and fun as I thought it would be. Um, it's crazy to think like as athletes, especially collegiate athletes, like we are forced to be around people 24 seven, whether that's in class, study hall, your teammates, obviously in the locker room, like even taking naps together, traveling together, meals together, like every second of the day you're with people whether you like it or not and it's just the norm and no matter how annoyed I would get with everyone and just like wanting to be alone like you never really understand what it's like to not have that around you even in high school and even if you're not athletes like just being around people in school all the time and like now it's just crazy like waking up for me specifically I am in grad school so I don't have class I only have class two nights a week um, but even then it's not like a social type of aspect thing um, but it's just weird like on the day-to-day -day, not having that much community around you not being able to wear your college 
gear the same way that you wear it now like putting on that LMU sweatshirt like it just represented so much like you everywhere you walked around you represented the basketball team or whatever team it may be and now it's just like I'm here just alone and like that sounds you know it sounds kind of dark and deep but like that's just kind of like where my mind I tend to be a very existentialist existential existentialist type of person anyways so like when I'm not feeling good and I have those thoughts it's not a great mix but it's just weird to think that you're really just like let loose after you graduate and after you're done with the team and even for me like I planned or so I thought I planned my life after being done with basketball and I held that so proudly. Like I knew I was going to USC for school. I knew, I know what I want to do for my career. And that was almost like an escape mechanism that I used when I was in basketball as well, because that's something that provided me so much joy when basketball and like the team environment wasn't providing me joy. Um, and now I'm in that and it doesn't even feel 1% close to feeling like I have my life figured out. And I genuinely thought like I did, which was it's pretty naive and ignorant to think that I did. Um, but yeah, and it's also just weird. I don't, sorry, this is just going to be like a word vomit. I feel like now I tried to write a structure, but that's just not <laughs> not working out. But it's also just weird to think that like so much time and energy was dedicated to something and in this case basketball and now it's just like does it has almost no value I mean I am coaching but that's not my end goal and it's something right now that I think I'm kind of grasping onto as like a safety and comfortability aspect um it it is something that brings me joy and I love being able to coach but it is something that's familiar for me um so it's easy to do just like playing basketball was um and basketball again another part of it was it was like a safety blanket for me it was something I knew how to do my whole life um so yeah but anyways that time and energy is I'm able to use it now to pass it on to these young girls I'm coaching but just personally like the amount of hours I used to be in the gym just perfecting my form perfecting my shot it's almost like for what now and like I don't regret it because it obviously took me a lot of places but again it's just weird to think like one day it literally just doesn't matter anymore and I also feel like just being an athlete being in sports and I know we talk about it a lot is just the structure that you have and again for me like I coach and I go to school, but other than that, there's like no set structure within my day-to-day -day life. And someone who deals with major anxiety like me, that is not a way to thrive. Um, so that's been another huge adjustment that's just been throwing my emotional stability off. And it's been very hard to try to calm myself when there is almost nothing to do it's been extremely nice but 
I feel like and I want to fill that free time with value and with connection and with purpose, but I've almost been so anxious. Not almost, I have been extremely anxious to even try to do that. Um, and it's a process and I'm working on it, but that's real life. And I feel like I'm someone who thrives off connection, but again, being an athlete, it's almost been built into my life for me is that forced connection. Um, and this is something that my therapist told me the other day, that all this free time, like on all this opportunity in life I have time to create meaningful connection and I love that and I love how it sounds but it's been a lot harder to do than I thought it would be um, because it requires a lot more vulnerability and it's not something that's just readily available like how it was when I was on a team and it's something that I need to work hard to create. And I know I'm good at it. I just need to get out of my anxiety, get out of my little bubble and be able to do it. Um, and another thing she said is that it is unf like that is unfamiliar territory for me. And it in unfamiliar territory in any aspect is scary. And your brain will always choose a familiar hell over an unfamiliar heaven and that is something she said to me and I think she found it on TikTok but it is so true because I even find myself wanting to go back I think of like oh it'd be really like nice to just be able to be in the locker room again but I was miserable probably more times than not um in the locker room and it's just it makes me sad that that was my experience and sad that I'd want to go back to something like that, but you just basically don't know any difference. And I feel like because I'm trying to make these connections, it's almost like I'm trying to catch up with everyone else at, who's my age right now too. Because I don't have, like, obviously I'm still friends with my teammates. And I love them and they're always sisters to me. But whether, like, they're still playing or they move back home or they're in a different area, I'm just, like, lost contact with them. Like, that's, it's just, like, I, and it's also I know that social media is fake and that there is a lot of things people are struggling with, whether they don't post about it or they're, whatever, they're not aware of it. But seeing so many people my age, like having their friend group going out and being able to do that and like enjoy their 20s, whatever that means, is another thing that's just on top of it all. Like on top of it all, one being thrown into life, literally butt naked, not knowing what to do, and having so many different messages being thrown your way, like being able to, getting a job, going back, going to school, partying, enjoying your social life, enjoying your 20s, like, all of that has just been so extremely difficult. And, yeah, 
I don't have an answer to it. I, again, in making this episode to just be real, and that sounds so cringe, and I feel cringe saying it, but mental health is stigmatized and not talked about enough. So I hope my little experience, literally my tiny corner of the world, because this world is so big and so huge, and it's just crazy to think about everyone's individual experiences that they have. But I hope if anyone is listening to this that relates, I hope you feel less alone. I'm so, so lucky to have such an amazing family and support system around me um, through in this time and the friends I do have. But it's real and it's crazy to think that our whole lives as athletes, everyone just spent every literally second of every day in the sport with no, literally no guidance for the world around it, which is also kind of a huge metaphor for life because as I've learned through the program I'm in right now for school and just literally feeling like I can see everyone like a jellyfish, like I can, I feel like I can just see three people which is just not true, but the messaging that I give myself, um, nobody has life figured out. So I don't know why they'd be able to guide us because they don't even have their life figured out, but at least a little support (laughs) and something more than find other passions because your sport doesn't last forever. Like, I don't know. I just feel like nobody really talks about the intense pain that you feel after your sport is done. And it's not even the sport itself, but it's just like I've said, like the connection it provides you, the opportunities it provides you, the purpose, the value, the resources, all of that, like that, not just your sport is gone, but everything surrounding it is also just stripped away from you. And yeah, it's definitely been hard, but like I said, it's a process and I hope everyone who is ending their sport is able to take some time to really connect with themselves and explore a life and do it with a lot of support around them and know that you don't have to have it all figured out and just take your time. If you liked this episode, be sure to download, rate it, leave a comment, and share with your friends, families, teammates, coaches, or anybody else that can relate. Stay tuned for our next episode, but until then, go follow us on Instagram and TikTok at mhtrpod. And don't forget to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Thanks for listening to the Mental Health Training Room.